Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Donetta, aka D.E. Williams, and of course, I'm here to True Bubba Guy and Talk Ish. And this is this has been so crazy, but I am so tired, and I just don't. I'm I'm getting anxiety and panic attacks just thinking about where I'm at as far as with my son and how I want things to go. And when I start thinking about it. Now, people would probably be like, well, you didn't think of all of these things um, as far as, like, care, things like that, you know, before you got pregnant, blah, 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 blah. And generally, you do, you already know that these are things that exist or, you know, will be needed. Uh, you just worry about them when the time comes. And then you just deal, you know. And have to deal with whatever um but my situation and going into it with him is different because he's not as I mean he's not my daughter when my daughter was two years old um he's not talking he's non-verbal and meaning I mean he says certain words but most of his uh social and or communication is sound and him bringing me things and I know when he needs to be changed because he'll come up to me and show some form of affection um if he wants his juice he'll bring me his cup and his juice or his juice or just his cup these are things that he's not going to be able to do in uh an environment not with me you know, and especially at school where these daycare workers or whoever have all these children, most of them that I'm looking up, they're not even equipped or to deal with children who are um, on the spectrum, um, who are nonverbal, um, because um, they kept stating, and I stated this before, that they were like, oh, he's, he was frustrated. Yes, he's frustrated because he doesn't know how to interact with you you don't know how to communicate with him um let you know that he's non-verbal um of course he likes to hold on to certain things that's his that's the way he um copes or calm his nerves or whatever and generally i have to throw it away but he likes to hold on to an apple he does not eat the apple he just wants to hold the apple or he has specific blocks or something that he wants part of his block set he'll hold one of his blocks and things of that nature um when my sister went to go pick him up he didn't even have his cup anymore for his juice um he didn't have his block that he went in holding that he was carrying he didn't have that so and of course he's going to be frustrated because he's not used to that environment i know that he would have to get used to the environment but if they're not you know able to communicate with him as him being a non-verbal how do you deal with that you know because that's only going to frustrate him it's only going to make his life miserable and it's only going to stress me out so i've been trying to find places daycare centers that specialize in not with working with non-verbal children and i'm pretty sure that most of them do but i don't want my child to be that statistic that you know they send to you in the um the mail the dmv sent me this whole thing and it says that 
whatever the percentage, I can't remember the percentage um, of children that will basically be abused who have a learning disability. And by him being nonverbal and he's a late talker, um, that is his learning disability. And with the possibility, possibility of being on the spectrum because he does show um, a lot of signs of being on the spectrum um, just based on looking at other children, looking at the autistic videos. He's not high on that spectrum as far as I'm concerned. He does, um, I would place him either level one or level two. We're still waiting. It takes, I think uh, she told me like almost 12 weeks for them to even contact us. I haven't been able to even get in contact with them. I'm going to follow up with the pediatrician office today to confirm that they did submit the referral um, because I haven't received any form of response and I just don't know how you know what I'm saying when you when you're being referred by someone else because they have to send it I don't have any connection or confirmation that it was sent or anything and it takes a long time everything has to be a, a freaking referral it gets on my nerves everything has to be a freaking referral um, because it's and it's like it's this gameplay with how things work in this system um, when I wanted to go because I was having certain symptoms and I have cancer in my, in my you know, in my, my family, I wanted to do like most of my other ones, like my uh, uh, special services as far as me getting my eyes checked, my mammogram, everything like that. I don't need a referral for that. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I can call them a getting system. Can y'all just run the test? Well, have you contact with your primary what the fuck is my primary going to do my primary can't test me for cancer you basically want me to go and spend three hundred dollars to visit my primary care so that way they can just refer me to you so it's a game play with this system and it's and again it's about the, the these people are so greedy they do not care about people at all i don't believe anybody in the system about people because they've set it up in this in a way where they're making sure that that system that line okay that that path or whatever that generating system that path is making sure that each one of their players are getting their money there's no reason for me to see my prime my primary can't run any tests for me to determine if i have cancer at all my primary cannot diagnose, excuse me, diagnose me of having cancer or having anything. The only thing they can say, oh, per your symptoms, let me refer you. Why do I need that if I'm giving you, I know the symptoms, I know that these are the symptoms that would prompt me to test, but because of that system, and I know I'm not under the, um, the medical plan that I need a referral. I didn't need one. She didn't even ask me. She just kept, and then it's like she had a smile in, in her voice, which agitated the fuck out of me. Um, if I'm giving her the information, I said, so I just want to come in. I'm experiencing this, this, and I want to just come in to see if I can get some tests run. Oh, well, um, you would need to contact your primary. And I know per my medical plan, again, when you go in there and look at when, if you need a referral, I don't need a referral. 
So that just pissed me off. I'm like, are you serious? It's making it seem I don't need a referral to go to a specialized service uh, person to get this. I haven't needed it to go to any of the other ones. So the whole, it's just, it's aggravating me. Why would I go to my primary to spend an office visit? Because it wouldn't be my normal office visit or my annual checkup. So now I'm paying out of pocket for that office visit because it's not going to fit within my medical plan pay or you know what I'm saying the services where it's not going to be it has to fall in there where it can be considered something that they would be 100% to pay for or I just pay the copay that wouldn't fall under that so I would be out of pocket to pay whatever the office visit is that's how this the greediest and stingiest system of people work so I'm dealing with that and then dealing with needing to determine I need to take a freaking gap year and I've been working I've, you know I've been off but not non-stressed when I was doing furlough with the IRS there was no way for me to be off for that time period and be relaxed. I was mentally like, where's my next pay? Cause you know what I'm saying? They, they used to, I was okay with doing the three months off and it wasn't even three months. They was like, oh, you, the longest that y'all have been off hasn't even been three months. This is the story that they were, it was like the selling point to take that position. Most of the time y'all will probably be off not even three weeks. Y'all will be back, blah, blah, blah because it's always so busy. So when we were off and I was like, you know what I'm saying? I can, I can pretty much manage, you know, based on how much I get paid and getting some unemployment, I can pretty much manage, but not long, long term. You know, I can have one or two months saved uh, for my mortgage or whatever. And then my car note. Um, but I was so stressed out financially it was so many of us stressed out financially and one girl I mean she was just she was going through it and it, it does it give you when you're stressed out to the financial point of you don't know how you're going to eat or what you're going to do you know where where anything is it's really hard um so that time that I was off I couldn't be not, you know, I wasn't relaxing and like, oh, I'm off and said, my, you know, so we go back to work, knowing that I was going to go back to work. So that could have alleviated some of the stress, but it didn't. And it just made me more stressful, made me have anxiety, and I was just done. Um, it opened my eyes to a lot of shit. Okay. Um, and the one thing I know about me, let's say if I do take a gap year off um, and I don't want to sell my house because I now, because I have that investment opportunity and I'm so much far into the game. I'm like, what? Um, I've been in my house since 2012 when I signed on the dotted line. And um, so I've, and I've been at, the job before this job, I had accrued just a, I think it was like uh, 3000 
three or four thousand dollars in retirement and i had been there the same amount of time i've been here so guess this um and then so i put that you know i rolled that over when i got this job because i went straight from that job to this job i started you know put my tuition in and started another job and um now i've accrued i have a lot of equity into this house and i only have when i did the payoff quote because of the amount that i do owe for my mortgage and then i still have an another another amount that i have to pay or whatever and then I went and then I got another letter. I'm like, why is that not part of my mortgage? They told me it's separate. And I guess they received notification because this with the FHA, um, which is still crazy. That should be a part. I've never received that document. It's not on. It's not in my D um, papers or anything. Not in none of my mortgage note. Nothing. And so I'm like. Why is that not fair? I need, and I'm going to contact him because I'm like, I need for you to send me the copies of this with my signature on it to show that I was notified of this. So that way, when I get ready to sell the house, because what I want to do, if I take a gap year off, because that's what I want to do, um, I'm first, I'm going in, because that's, and here's the thing the reason why I'm I want to do this. It's because I'm stressed out. I'm tired of working. Um, I've been doing my research as far as, uh, and I've been applying to other remote only jobs where it's just remote. There's no chance in hell of me going into the office um, or being called into the office because of a cat form or whatever. Um, I'm mentally exhausted. I'm tired. I'm in my 40s. I'm done. I've been working since I was 15 years old. And even though I haven't been at the same job, I've been working since I've been 15 years old, working somewhere, volunteering somewhere. And I'm 43 years old. I'm fucking tired. I'm tired. Um, so when you've been working since you're 15 years old, you've already worked, what, 20, 30 years of your life. Even though I'm not at that age of retirement, I'm tired. Like we should have a um, early retirement even before then. We should have an early retirement in our forties. Not like fifteen nine and a half. And these people, they know that people are working to die. Basically, we work, 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 die. We don't work, 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 live, relax. And some do. Some get the opportunity to retire and be good. They've invested, they've done, you know, what they needed to do. Like, if I work here another, let's say if I work here, five years will be next um, April. If I work here another, what, 10 years or whatever, and that will not happen. I am so stressed. If, if this job, if I knew that this job was remote only and I wasn't stressed to possibly go back into the office, because now they're bringing, and this is where I'm coming from, because now they're saying that they want the people who are over, like certain leadership roles, who pass the manager role to be in the office now full time. Not even working a day of remote, because that's going to help better our customers, 
how is that going to better help? Because these people were like living. They did not even know that they were going back into the office at all. We have a new CEO who has basically changed things. And if he's done this, we know for a fact that it's in the works for us to go back into the office at some point. And I'm not going to wait for that at all. I'm not. I do not want to go back into your office. I do not want to go back and deal with the microaggression bullshit because you do. I've dealt with it. And it's just so aggravating. I'd rather not deal with people. I really, when I say I don't like people, it's becoming that so much right. I don't want to be in your face or around you that fucking long. I just don't. I don't want to be in those environments. I don't want to be forced into those those environments because you feel like I need social interaction. No, I don't. So many people were stressed. There's so many, when we dealt with the pandemic, so many parents who pulled their children out of school because they were able to work from home and they homeschooled their children. Their children's education value increased. They learned so much more. But those are those parents. You got parents not every parent is going to be able to you got parents who can't do that who don't want to see their children they love having their children go to school and not deal with them they don't care about their children to a certain degree you know what i mean because you got a lot of those parents who were working at home or not even working at home did not have a job and when the pandemic happened they were stressed the fuck out how you don't have a job you don't work all you're doing is parenting at this point and homeschooling your own freaking child. But that was so many people and they were doing TikTok videos and shit and you're sitting at home in the garage smoking and shit. You aren't even, you know what I'm saying? And then to come to find out, most of them weren't even working. Y'all don't even work. You're sitting up there on section eight, not even paying shit for your, your rent. And you're complaining that your child is at home and not at school. That was the crazy part. Because those people, unfortunately, with those children, those children, unfortunately, they're, they need to be in school. Because that's how they get away from the stress in their lives. However, the parents who are good parents, the parents who are going over and beyond parenting, those parents did what they needed to do with their children and their children loved the at-home school environment and they succeeded that shows you the difference of the parenting skills of parents who's actually parenting the parent who actually cares about their child and will take the initiative to be that teacher that they need to be because most of the time you should already be that teacher if your child cannot come home to you and y'all can learn together if need be and do it then there's a problem even if you don't know you should be that's a, a learning opportunity for yourself so that's where we are as far as the social interaction i don't need social interaction i mean i really don't i'm an introvert and some people are introvert slash extrovert. And I'm a little of both, but I don't have to be, especially as I get older. I definitely don't need to be. And I think about it and I'd be like, oh, I want to go out. So, And I'm the only one that initiates it. Like I have people around me 
in in a certain a type of circle that I have. Um, they they are around me, but they don't ever generally initiate. Let's hang out. Let's do this. Um, and I know, of course, you know, now that I have a child, of course, most of the time I don't want to go, so they're not going to really ask me. Or if I've reneged and been like, no, I'm not going to go. So they'll probably just leave me out and they don't ask me anymore. Like um, the, the, one of the ladies that I grew up with when I was little, um, I didn't want to go to one of her birthday parties at some place that she was having it. And so she never asked me again, you know, and then we don't even really talk that much anymore. So I guess she got mad, whatever. And that's been years ago. But we used to, she would comment on my post and everything now. She don't even do that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so there's that. But I don't need, I don't miss it. It's not like that's somebody that I needed to be with. Most of the people that I grew up with and that I've had in my circle of friends were the wrong choice of circle of friends, basically. Those people did not end up being my forever friends. Those people I don't even talk to anymore. And I realized I was putting in a lot more effort in those friendships than they put in the friendship. And that's the only way our friendship would have been is if I went out and did it 110% because they gave nothing. And I was the one, when I started looking at that and I'm like, I'm not only one that's taking a step here. I end up taking more steps than them. They're not even taking, when I started looking, they ain't even taking any steps to meet me in the middle. I'm taking all the steps. So I just squash it. And these are people that I, you know, I grew up with um, back in high school with or whatever, and we just weren't friends no more. We didn't even talk like that, you know what I'm saying? And people, you grow out of situationships. You know, everybody's not meant to be there. And like right now, I do not have anybody that I call upon besides my sister. And then I have my brother. That's it. You know, and I'll chat with my daughter. But uh, and sometimes, you know, she'll call me or whatever. But we don't call each other like that. So I do not have any girlfriends or any male friends that I call and actually communicate with over the phone. There is no social interaction there. And I do not care. I mean, it's, I'm not missing out on that. I'm good. You know what I mean? And I know people, they look at, oh, with that, you know, social media, you're doing this and you're doing that. But I do, I read and I write. So based on those creative uh, juices, if I'm reading and I'm writing, I don't have time to communicate with you. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, so and that's where we are. So with us notably i know that we'll probably end up going back into the office and i'm taking the initiative to not ever do that if i'm going to go back into the office i want to be making a lot more money i need to be making at least i have to be making a lot more money i don't even want to say because it's, it's so embarrassing i get by i don't struggle um because of where i'm at but then also, you know, with the, the economy and with the home um, mortgage insurance people, you know, the people have been pulling out of Florida, blah, blah, blah. And so then um, on Friday, I read where the, the CEO talked about how he pushed out the budget or whatever 
for, and I don't even think, I don't, I don't think it was the budget, but it was whatever as far as the rates, insurance rates that he's proposing and or suggesting. And unfortunately, again, my um, insurance, homeowner's insurance company pulled out, one of the ones pulled out of Florida. Florida is now at the worst of obtaining homeowner's insurance and not, uh, we're at the worst as far as paying high costs of these insurance rates, et cetera, et cetera. And so with those insurance rates, and I, my mortgage is in escrow. So again, it goes into the escrow. And then I'm reading this and I've been so, I mean, this year I've been good, um, living good, like, you know, I can save, I have savings, you know, good savings that I can save, you know, and I, I spend it at, um, but I have good savings where if I need them, like, oh, I got my savings, you know, before I was like, man, where I have to wait till I get paid again. Now it's like, let me go into my savings. I have something. Um, so... Just looking at that, I want to make more if I'm going to go back into the office so that way I know I have enough to survive with the telecommuting, all the extra monies that I have to pay. Now, I'm not paying anything. I don't even get in the car. I don't pay anything on gas. I'm not doing any wear and tear on my car, anything like that. So I'm good. Um, The insurance, as far as they suggested, that's going to go back up. So this year... I've been so good. I'm like, I've been able to save everywhere. I've bonded up my insurance. I was able to save on both my homeowner's insurance and my car insurance. However, with him suggesting the rate increase, because my insurance is now with um, who I work with because it's mandated by Florida government for people who can't get insurance elsewhere or whose insurance carrier has left. And that's almost like every insurance company in Florida. So a lot of... Um, us are coming forced to come to this carrier and and I end up saving don't come into this carrier so what the what he's stating is that our rates are offered lower than the private and then his his stance is that's not fair to the private um carriers or policyholders I'm like so what whatever um because I don't want my shit to go up so if his suggestion suggestions of rate increase wins, it'll go my premium will go up to almost fifteen hundred. I think it was like almost twelve hundred between twelve hundred and fifteen hundred dollars. So that'll be now me paying two thousand plus dollars or more. And I don't want to go back to where I was at with my last insurance care because it push my mortgage up because my mortgage is a part of the, the escrow for my insurance is a part of the escrow so I'm like oh here we go and I always look at these things as excuses and the reasons to step up my game and do what I've been saying that I want to do in the first place so I'm like so if that happens and I'm going to be struggling with that, I'm just going to push myself, you know, because of course me, evidently I must get paid lower than everybody in my department because every like annually my supervisor come and be like, 
oh, well, I had to, you know, we had to go over this and um, we can't have new people coming in and they make more than the people who've been here for years. And I'm like, who's in here? I don't know if it's just me or if it's other people who are getting this because, you know, they can't say. But I'm like, wow. So other people are coming in and they're offering them what I'm making now. And I've been here for three years and received performance increases. When I tell you the shit, it's like, I'm just done. Like, what, when the fuck does it end? When does it end? And I've already talked about it on my last podcast. I only had like one viewer. Um, in regards to the educational system and how I, I supposed to have an AS degree. I never went back to get my bachelor's degree because I don't actually have my associate's degree. I have to take more classes, pay out more money to obtain an, an accreditable associate's degree to even get my bachelor's degree which will then take another two years to get that's like 120 hours so then that's more money and i accumulated so much in student loans at this particular college that is no longer open so that way i can get an associate's degree online because i want i needed to work full-time because i had a child then as well and I paid out more money. And again, I talked about that. Why the fuck are we paying out more money to utilize our own fucking stuff, our own resources, our own computers, my own data plan, my own internet service, but I'm paying out more money to take online classes. Again, the greedy, the greedy, the greedy, the stingiest fucking people. I am so done. I just, I, you cannot imagine how done I am with this society. And I just, I hate it here and I want to leave. So, and I want, and, and, and I'm like, I've thought about it. I'm like, if I quit, I've accumulated um, some monies. I wish that it was more money. I mean, if I stay here a little bit longer, it'll be more money. Um, if I stay here for another two years, it'll be more money. So I just I'm so tired. I feel like I can't do another two years, especially if we have another cat and then I get stressed out with trying to get him into a specialized daycare um, who assists with autistic children or children who have a, a learning delay or whatever. Um, but just dealing with the stuff that I've seen at the daycare and how I've seen them handle people's children and then they didn't know that you were watching them. Yeah, that particular daycare, I got my son out. And because also I didn't like the rapport with them, it's like they had like, I don't like this attitude or whatever. They didn't have a personable rapport at all. They did not smile. Like when I came in there, there was never any smiles or happiness to them and I'm like this is where I'm going to be having my son all day and I said maybe they're nice to the children but I need that rapport too I need to know that you are a good person happy person that you love doing what you do and this is it you are enjoying it you're not just open up a daycare because you're in it for the money and this is how you make your money because this is a good you know financial 
um, pot for people. And some people was going in getting those childcare licensing and taking those courses and getting those hours just because this was the hustle. And I didn't want to put my child, you know, there because like they had an attitude. You know, and I just, it just didn't feel, I didn't feel comfortable or good leaving my son there. So I didn't even continue to have him to even go back. It just pissed me off. I'm like, ugh. And again, it's me with people, but um, for whatever reason, people have like this nasty attitude towards me. And then my son is biracial and these were white women. And how I get looked at every single day by black women too, um, but white women looking at me with a biracial child, it's just, it's a look of disgust. I've literally had them grunt at me, look at me up and down and like, ill, you know, and that is because I'm a big black woman. Um, so it is a, it's an issue there. So when they see me and it was undeniable, they couldn't erase that bitch face at all. So, you know, if we, if I'm forced to go back, I'm going to be stressed out. I'm already stressed out. And I'm tired of being stressed out. I'm just really tired. So I'm going to contact the financial advisor to confirm, okay, you know, if I quit, I'm, I'm vested 100% for my retirement. I know I'll have to pay out the 20%. So that's going to push me down as far as what I do have um, for that 20%. Um, and then I need to find out if I have that, if I have to pay that additional tax on the plan, on the type of plan that I do have. So I have to figure all that shit out first. But what I was going to do, like if I quit, use that money, I would have enough money, okay, to pay my mortgage up for a year. I'm going to sell for my car. I paid too much money for my car as far as the rate, the interest rate. I pay so much money for my car. It's ridiculous. It's an embarrassment how much I pay for this car. Um, I will sell my car back and hopefully not have to pay them anything too extra. Um, before when I was doing it, and I hate this, I was going to use Carvana, but Carvana has many fucking issues i was literally supposed according to carvana i was going to have some money back based on the car sale and then once i was like this just seems too good to be true so i started doing my research and so many people had claimed that they sold the car to carvana carvana never did anything with that title the people that they actually still owe the car with, they still owe the car with. Um, they never released that title or made it seem as if it paid. Okay. Um, and so I was like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not going to use them. I'm not even going to go through with them. And the guy, he never even responded back because they know they work for a bullshit company. Salesmen. They can work either way because some salesmen, they're full of bullshit. They, they will bullshit you and they don't care that they're selling you limits. They don't care that the shit is not legit. And then you got the ones that 
they're on that on that call they're just something but they know the shit isn't good they know the company is the bus and they just they can't take pride in doing what other people are good at doing which is bullshit bullshit artists and so this guy he did not he was like okay and I was like, no, I said, I'm not going to move forward with it. It was just, I did some research and it just don't seem like something that would be a good thing for me to do. He didn't even try to upsell it. He didn't try to fight for it. He just said, okay. And then that was it. So that lets me know that Carvana is full of shit. They're not legit. So um, selling it back to Keith Pearson. They're like, oh, well, we need to see the car. Can you come up here? No, why can't you do like the service people? The service people actually came and got the car. Um, and that's what I'm going to do this time. When I contact them, if everything is legit, whereas I know how much money I'm going to have for my retirement, if it's not going to be too much more major for me to um, get per whatever that additional tax, the normal tax for the retirement is 20% like all other. There'll be a 20% tax that I have to account for when I get it. And generally, they take it out when they do. Now, when I quit and I'm going through the withdrawal and cashing out, they'll do it then. And then they have to, when they send me my 1099-G or 1099-R, whatever it is, it should be there for that. And I'll make sure all of that is legit because I had to do it at my last company because I took out a cash out. And then I rolled over the rest and I paid the um, tax on it then. So I did not have to pay an additional tax when it came up for me to um, do my taxes. So if that is good and I can get that, okay, then I'm going to do my year, pay my mortgage. I'll put aside my savings for my mortgage for that year. Now, if I get a true remote job, a true remote job that I've been applying to, if I get a response during that year time, then I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. If I find it and I like it, then I'll do that shit for the next two years or whatever. If it's truly remote, and those are the ones that I've been getting, truly remote. These jobs are elsewhere. It's only remote. It's not like here. My job is I still have to be within a radius Jacksonville because if they want us to come back to work then we'll have to come back to work on site so these other jobs are truly remote and so those are the jobs that I've been applying to so if that works out and I get one of those then boom boom bang it's good um and what I'm going to be doing with my money for the retirement besides paying making sure that I have a year for my mortgage I will be getting the repairs done on the house remodeling on the exterior done once that is done and I've already factored in how much it's going to cost so I'm good with what I'm going to get back for retirement then I'm going to sell the house and then get a um possibly coming because he's little right now I would possibly think about getting a condo um instead of an actual house because I don't have my dog no more. I don't have a dog. I don't want a dog anymore after losing my tip. And so I'll have my son and I want, um, I mean, he's two, you know what I'm saying? So he'll be three this year, but 
looking at the condos, I don't know if that would be a benefit for me to go back into that, but this would be me owning the condo. Um, the insurance part for the structure and, and all of that and having to upkeep the, the area, that's going to be on the, the property people. I only need to cover the inside of the condo and the walls, et cetera, et cetera, like that. So then I'm good. So then all of the stress that I can at least, at least take it away. I can get out of debt. You know what I mean? So if I can get a, based on how much, if I, whatever I get for the house, I'm hoping that I can get, uh, um, you know, the condo deal with that and I and you know I just need to get out of most of this debt I was supposed to be getting a um, relief of my student loan because it's bullshit I haven't heard anything else about it because they keep extending extending the but we don't have to pay it back so it's going to extend it extend it extend it and then Florida Department loan sold it to back to Nelnet and I hate Nelnet. I had them when I first started with the student loans and I hated Nelnet. And now I'm back with them. I can't even get in to look at the fucking account. I called them and said I received this stating that they wanted me to say, you know, give them this information. I don't know even know if it's legit because I haven't received anything, but I did remember that they stated that they were selling it to Nelnet. I haven't received not one document from Nelnet at this time not no mailings at all and i cannot log in to whatever online account they claim that i have so they keep talking about your address does not match what we have on record i've been at this house again since 2012 if you still have my address from record from when i first had an account with you then you need to update your document and your records or whatever because i don't stay there and i haven't stayed there since 2012 it's been 11 years people 11 so I mean 11 years that I've been here but it's been a lot longer since I've been at whatever address I had at Nelnet so I'm just you know at this point I'm hoping 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 that I can do what I plan to do and having some of the stress taken off of me be able to you know unfortunately go quit my job, get into my retirement. The only and it's the only way that I can remodel my house. It's the only way that I can take care of my house. So even if I do it and I can remodel it and still live here, good. You know? Um if I can sell it and get a lot more money for it and get uh another good place and get out of complete debt, use that money, get out of complete debt. Because if I'm going to sell the house and get the, the money, then I can pay off the other stuff that I have. Right now, the car the car, and my student loan debt is the most. And then, of course, my house. But I don't consider, you know, I consider that an investment. Just like I said, I can sell the house, pay it off, pay off what I owe because I don't owe that much more on it. I owe like $70,000. And that's because... Oh, like 70 plus thousand dollars for the payoff quotes that I got. And that's only because I have that additional that I have to pay off. That's not fair, but it's, it was a part of the payoff quote. 
Um, but what I owe on my house is like it's under seventy thousand. So boom, boom. Um, and right now it's just it's tiring, and I got no sleep last night working on my part two to my short my storyboard adaption. And like I said, I love creating, you know, and I'm at a point where I feel drained mentally doing things not creative. You know, being in my 40s, I'm from a gen that pretty much taught me the wrong ish. You know, we're not supposed to work at meaningless jobs. Right now, you know, working remote, you know, they try to push these um, BS propagandas of the negative side effects and again I don't need social reaction from um, the people I work with effing people you know I've lost weight working remote I have real savings now I'm not stressed until I think about them trying to force me to go in I don't deal with in your face microaggression and I'm truly convinced um these people are the greediest and stingiest people ever. I mean, historically, it's proven they are. And I know for sure that they'd rather not pay us at all. I mean, I really I really do believe that. If they could force people into enslavement, they would. I mean, they really would. Because when we weren't, when people of color and weren't slaves, and they had their own race enslaved too, um, it's about the greedy. It's about the greed of people and how far they can get over with not spending any of their money, keeping all of their money, keeping it all. They'll die with it if they need to. You know what I mean? So, and I'm just, I'm tired. I need, I need this time off. And I feel confident that I could find another job that I won't be too far off um, from finding another job. Um, because of my skill set, I don't have, I'm not going back to school to get the bachelor's degree. I can't afford it. I mean, I just can't. It'll be so much money for me to go back to school. Um, I can't get any more loans. So um, I can't get another degree. It's unfortunate, but you know, the bullshit time that I wasted with, um, the college that I went to to get the associate's degree that I don't actually have just really I mean that was the worst decision choice ever that I could have made it just really fucked me up um but I was really bad at sticking with school that's the only school that I did graduate with because the FSCJ I was just it wasn't you know I couldn't just keep up some of the classes I was going good with, but the fact that I had to be on campus, it was just messing messing me up, especially because I have a child and I had a child then too, and now I have a child again. So I can't do it, but it is what it is. But man, I hope this works out. But you know, of course, whatever happens, uh, when I talk to the advisor, this financial person that I'm going to call for Empire, um, I'll see. Because this other stuff that I have to do, I won't be, you know, I'll put in my two weeks. Um, my last days will probably be um, 
I don't know if it would be the end of July or letting me take some of my vacation because I'm supposed to be going on vacation in August. So I don't know if my if I'm going to put it in so that my last day is after that vacation. So that way, and I'll get my, I have a lot of vacation. I'm not going to get my sick, of course, but I have a lot of vacation and I'll get that back. So that'll be, that'll be like two weeks and it'll be like two weeks, two plus weeks. So until the next time, man, this is just a rant and rave to let you know what's going on with me. Uh, who's ever listening, let me know. Cause I know a lot of people when I was posting on my writers group for black screenwriters um the person had asked the group you know how are the writers going because we're on the writer's strike a lot of people can't move at this point because of the writer's strike and it's um with those people i mean it's frustrating and they can't do anything at this point so nobody's making any money you know as a writer if you didn't have anything in plan if you don't do your own stuff as far as producing and if you write your own stuff and you can produce it and do this and blah 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 then it's a real struggle right now with the writer's strike and I know a lot of people were saying that they are struggling uh, with a lot of stuff me I come to I I struggle with the fact that is this writing shit for me um I have to create myself I can't stop you know thinking of these stories and doing it so um I still do it like I'm currently working on my short, turning it into an adaption right now. Um, the first part, I only got like nine views. Um, I was getting more views to the um, my little trailers that I was putting out for it. I would get a lot of views for that. So I would think, okay, so maybe I have to come back and watch the actual uh, adaption of the actual screenplay, which is like two minutes long. And I only got like nine views for that. So, uh, and then I worked so hard to create these and put them together and then I don't get, you know, any recognition or that many views, but it is what it is. It's what I like to do. It's what I'm doing. I don't even get paid to do it. I'm just doing it. Maybe one day it could be recognized by someone. Maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Um, a lot of people, that's how they get their recognition by doing, just keep doing what you do and doing it. And who knows? What, what will happen? You just can't stop. Because if I did stop, what would I be doing? You know, I can't just do those nine to five, that nine to five shit. I don't even know what it is that I want to do with that. So it's just so crazy. But I mean, this is, this is our reality. This is life. And I know I'm going to need classes soon. So I need to go get my eyes set. But until the next time, this is another aka de williamson of course i'm not here to what it is oh my god yeah i just forgot brain fart but anyways until the next time <laughs>